you're listening to the Creative Pep Talk Podcast. This show is about commercial art, making a good living, and making great art. I'm your host, Andy J. Pizza. You can find my illustration work and keep up with the podcast on Instagram at Andy J. Pizza. Thanks to our syndicate, Illustration Age. You can find this show at illustrationage.com slash creative pep talk. Let's jump in. This episode is supported by In The Making, an original podcast brought to you by Adobe Express, the all-in-one content creation app included in your Creative Cloud membership. If you are trying to boost the YouTube, TikTok, Reels content side of what you're doing, one episode of In The Making that I think will be super useful to you is their episode with John Ushai. I think John's method for including his audience in the process is really inspiring. And if you want to hear about that and more about leveling up your game in the creator economy, just search In The Making in your podcast player to listen. Many thanks to In The Making and Adobe Express for their support. really needed to rehaul my website. I was talking to some web people, looking around, and I got intrigued by Squarespace's new Fluid Engine, partially because it just sounds cool, but also because it allows you to drag and resize and layer up anything you can imagine. I dove in, rebuilt my site. It's the most me site that I've ever had. I just absolutely love it. Launched it, got such a great response. Some industry illustration and designy peers even reached out and was like, hey, who coded this thing, man? I'm like, y'all, I did it by myself. No coding with Squarespace's new Fluid Engine. I told him like, you should go check it out. You're gonna be surprised with what you can do. And I built this thing before Squarespace reached out to sponsor the show. So I was like, boom, easy peasy. I was gonna tell you about this new site anyway. Go check it out, anyjpizza.com if you wanna see what I did with it. If you want to try it yourself, make a site that's totally you, where you can build a portfolio, sell content and courses and all kinds of other stuff, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with promo code PEPTALK, all one word, all uppercase. doing a creative pep talk live event in columbus ohio at the end of april april 28th it's an all-day workshop with me danielle evans kyle Sheely, and brad montague it's going to be a day of jam-packed action uh we're gonna do an all-day workshop from nine to three we're gonna go deep uh, we're gonna, it's gonna be shocked full. I want this workshop to be uh, transformational, but also not boring. Lots of stuff to do and think about. We're gonna dive deep into wh- who are you as a person and where are you trying to go? What is your thing as a creative? We're gonna try to stimulate some, uh, some reflection and help you have a breakthrough, have some time with you and with other people in the workshop to really, uh, work through some of these tough questions. It's called Creative Pep Rally. You can find out more at creativepeptalk.com slash CPR. We're selling some tickets. We've already sold some. There's only 50 tickets. So, uh, you know, 
get in there as quickly as possible. Uh, you can even drive some hours. You can travel to get here. We're gonna have the workshop. It's gonna be chock full then that night. We're also gonna have an after party at Blockfort. The event is gonna be at Roosevelt Coffee. The after party is going to be at Block Fort, which is a studio and gallery space. We're gonna do the Color Me Blank show with my buddy Andrew Nyer, and we're gonna do a book launch for the new book, Creative Pep Talk, which you can order, you can pre-order at creativepeptalk.com slash shop slash pre-order. This event is going to be fantastic. Don't miss it. Uh, I don't know if we'll do another event just like this, so go check it out at creativepeptalk.com slash CPR and get your tickets today before they're gone. Thanks. You ever have that feeling when you're driving that it start and it starts like just a little small nagging in the back of your head that says, oh, I don't recognize that. Hmm. Or I didn't expect to see that. Oh well, you keep driving. And then slowly it starts building up in you. This little nag, this little anxiety starts to grow and have a bigger voice that says, nothing looks like you expected. Recently, this happens to me all the time because for whatever reason, my stupid iPhone GPS is off. And so there's this terrible sinking feeling when it decides to go haywire, when I'm 15 minutes before a meeting downtown trying to find uh, the meeting spot and I look at my GPS and the little red arrow guy is in a suburb outside of the city. And there's this panic as this person in 2017 uh, that says, what do I do when your phone doesn't know where you are? What do you do when you look around and everything isn't expected? Uh, everything doesn't look like you expected it to look. And you start having a mild uh, panic attack. And I think so many of us, 10, 15 years down the road in our careers, look around and we've been trying for years to quiet that little voice that says, hmm, that's not a, what I expected it to look like. Hmm, I didn't think it would be like that. That little inner child that wanted to grow up to do something exciting, something that spoke to their very soul. That little voice says, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, adult version of you, why are we doing that? What's that all about? And that voice nags and we try to numb it. We try to make it go away. I understand this because right out of college, I had giant commitments. I had a wife, a kid, a mortgage, and I was far, far away from anything that I wanted to be doing to earn a living. And so in those pockets where you've got no time and you're far away where, from where you want to be, how do you make dramatic change? Have you ever seen the movie Dumb and Dumber? I'm sure many of you have. 
if you haven't, it's about Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. Uh, Jim Carrey meets a woman at the airport who leaves a briefcase. And he convinces Jeff Daniels that they're going to drive across the country and deliver the briefcase back to this woman. And there's this point in the movie where Jim falls asleep. His name's Lloyd in the movie, Lloyd Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Jim, or Lloyd, <laughs> uh, falls asleep at the wheel at a key moment and takes the wrong turn. And they end up going a quarter of the country in the wrong direction. And they don't have any money. They can't fill up their gas tank. They are in the crap, as you might say. And I think for many of us, we're like Lloyd and Harry in a place we never meant to be with little resources to change things. However, what they didn't know was the entire time that they were scrounging to get by, to get to the other side of the country, they were carrying a briefcase full of millions of dollars. And so in today's episode, I want to help you find that secret briefcase of time and tricks and energy, this secret suitcase of resources that can help you dramatically change the situation that you find yourself in, no matter how little time or energy you might have. A few years ago, I found myself in that place. Let's say two and a half, three years ago. I was in a place where I'm doing this illustration. I'm doing more and more illustration, more and more time sat in front of the computer making pictures, which was my dream. It's what I wanted to do, and I'm super grateful that I got in that zone. But I was increasingly aggravated because I really felt like I wanted to connect with other people. I wanted to help them with their careers, with their creative careers. I kept doing all the coffee dates, but it was in, in meetings and, it, and I loved doing it. It was so life affirming and I started doing these little talks, but all of them were taking away from my ability to make money. And so a few years ago, I found myself in this place, but this time I just bought a new house I just tripled my mortgage. I, uh, I had, I tripled my kids. I had three kids and uh, I had more responsibilities and I had a freelance career. And if you know working for yourself, you're gonna work like a friggin' dog to make it work. And yet I had that itching little tiny voice, that inner child that's saying, Andy, this is not what we wanted. This is not what we expected. We didn't expect sitting in front of the computer for eight, nine, 10 hours a day, making pictures would feel like this. And you need to change it up. You need to get out. The problem with the ADHD person is that they have weak executive control in their mind. The dad in your mind is much weaker than the kid in your mind. Bad discipline. It doesn't matter how many excuses the dad in my brain can tell the kid in my brain. The kid just keeps going, I want that. I want that. I want that. And the dad says, we don't have time to do that. We don't have energy to do that. We don't have money. We don't have the. We have three kids. We have this. We have that. Blah, blah. And the kid just keeps saying, I want that. 
And although it's incredibly annoying for the ADHD person to go through that and to have to deal with that on a regular basis, one of the good things is no excuse will stop that kid. And today, I want to be the guy, I want to be the kid in your brain saying, don't let those excuses stop you from spending the life that you want to live, the reason you're put on the planet. Don't let anything stop you from doing that work. And so I want to say this. I want to say that progress in whatever you want to, whatever direction you want to go is not easy, but it might be feasy. Bull. That's the worst thing I've ever said on the podcast, but I do want to say it. It's not going to be easy, but it can be feasible. It's not the... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What I'm saying is, if you get clear on the direction you want to go and you're systematic in the way that you approach it, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be a get-rich-quick scheme. It's not going to be something where you can skip 10 levels. That's not what this episode's about. This episode is about here are practices and principles that will help you systematically approach the direction you want to go and day after day chip off a little bit more until you find yourself there. That sounds good. Keep listening. First thing you gotta do is focus. This is the incredible importance of focus. And if I know one thing about 90% of creative people, they don't wanna focus on anything. They wanna do it all, they wanna do it right now, they wanna do it in 10 ways, they wanna do sculptures and paintings and music and da 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 da, and I feel ya. Here's the thing that sucks about being the creative pep talk guy. I gotta keep bringing the harsh criticism and say, I get it, I really do, I'm not natural. Uh, I'm not naturally inclined to focus on one thing at a time because I have the gene of possibility. I love ideas and coming up with new things and going new directions and I get taken away with these things. Luckily, I have Sophie, my wife, who is, is so good at saying, Andy, no. You're not starting another podcast. You're not starting another idea, another project. You love what you do. You've got great momentum. Do the thing you're doing. And she gives me that pep talk that I need. And so I'm going to pass on that Sophie energy. I'll be your art wife (laughs) today. It's getting weirder. Uh, I'll be the guy who says, I'll be, okay, I'll be the art spouse and say, listen, I get it, man. I know what it's like to be a creative person. But at some point, you've got to focus. And I don't mean you have to choose one thing to do for the rest of your life. I'm saying for a season, take a step-by-step approach to making progress in one particular direction. But the first thing you got to do is wake up. Lloyd, you've gone the wrong way. You have to see the Rocky Mountains see that they're not as rocky as you thought they were going to be and realize they're not the Rocky Mountains. That's not the direction you wanted to go. Tony Robbins has this thing that is pretty brilliant. He says that if you're running west to see the sunrise, the harder you work, the further you get away from your goal. You can never run west far enough to see the sunrise because the sun rises in the east. 
And so when you're heading the wrong direction, the more you buckle down, the more you uh, dedicate yourself and the harder you work, the further you get away from your goal. And so the first thing you got to do is stop and refocus. Wake up. Quit dating around. If you want to get married, why are you spending your time with all these people that you're not really interested in? One of the things that happens when I work with people is that they think they have no time, they have no energy, they can't possibly make any progress. But the problem is they have three hours a week that they could dedicate to this thing. They spend the first two hours trying to come up with an idea and the last hour questioning the idea that they made, that they decided on, and they end up hating everything that they spent their time on and they throw it all in the trash. And they do that week after week after week until they never get anywhere. And if you figure out up front, if you took those three hours this week that you do have and you spent those three hours diving deep into this idea of what do I actually want to do and coming up with a plan on how to get there, the next week you could spend all of those three hours doing work that actually matters. And so the first thing I want you to do is cut any neutral activities. Life is too short to be doing things that doesn't give you energy or spend energy going in the direction that you want to go. Life is too short to spend your energy on neutral activities. I'm not saying, I'm not the guy who's saying you need to spend all of your time working towards your goal. I'm not saying that you should be a robot and only focus on success. What I am saying is that you should do things that replenish your energy, that give you what you need emotionally, spiritually, mentally to put you in a place to spend that energy doing things that move the needle forward in the direction that you want to go. I don't play video games anymore, but if video games charges you up and gives you the energy that you need to do the things you need to do to get where you need to go, more power to you. What I, I use Seinfeld in the office a lot of nights, just a, a quick shot, maybe two episodes a night. That gives me that chill vibe, go to sleep, feeling good. I, I've been really good the past year taking weekends and evenings. So my weekends, I'm doing things with my family. I'm doing things with my kids. I'm trying hard not to think about work. I'm spending time with my wife, spending time with my dad. Getting those things in that fill me up. And so you got to stop doing all the things that don't give you anything. I'm sure there are tons of things in your life. Binge watching TV. There's a billion things, I'm sure. So many people, they're spending their time doing things that doesn't give them energy and it doesn't spend their energy in the right way. And if you're going to get where you need to be going and doing the work that really matters, you've got to cut that stuff out. And it can be a slow process. You don't have to do it overnight. But life's too short to spend your time on that, on that stuff. And the next thing you got to do is you got to do 
The One Thing. There's a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. And it's this concept that you need to find the right next domino and spend all of your energy knocking that domino. You got to find the domino that has the most likelihood to have the biggest. What's the domino in your life, in your creative career, that has the most potential to knock over the most and the biggest dominoes in your life? Focus all of your energy until you've knocked that thing over and then go to the next domino. So the next thing you got to do is you got to figure out what is the thing I'm going to focus on? What job, what client do I need to work with? What breakthrough do I need to have? How many downloads of my album do I need? What, what magazine needs to feature what I'm doing? What domino? Can you knock down? Can you spend all of your time and energy trying to knock down until you do it that will have the biggest breakthrough and the biggest dramatic effect that will knock over tons of more dominoes in your life and focus all your energy on that? All right, number one is focus. Number two is step by step. Get on the road. Sell. Those baseball cards and that dead bird to Billy and Forsey, and take the money, fill up the tank, and get on the road. If you know what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> get in the shagging wagon and move step by step. I think it was my friend Daniel Evans who told me uh, this advice that I think her dad told her that you know, in a year, if you just bit off a little bit each day and you invested a little bit in each day in the direction you wanted to go, you'd be somewhere really interesting if you just took one step a day. And the fact of the matter is that time is going to pass anyway. And you're either going to be in somewhere, someplace interesting or you're not. I actually had a super weird conversation uh, with my driver when I was heading to the air- airport. He was having an existential crisis about being uh, a driver and having, you know, his kids, it sounded like he had brutal kids. They were like, dad, what are you going to, you're just a driver. Why don't you do something? (laughs) And I felt terrible. And I was encouraging him saying, you know, it's honorable to take care of your family. However you do. However, if you want to be somewhere different, just bite off a little bit each day. And in five years, a tiny percentage of your life, you will be in somewhere completely different. But if you don't invest a little bit each day, in five years, you'll be exactly where you are today. And so, what you got to do, find your focus, find the domino, spend that little bit of energy that you have coming up with a plan of action. I would say don't go further than about six months, a year maximum. Something that you're extremely excited about. This plan has to have a perfect balance of sleep, tra- sleep trade worthy and domino effect. It's got to be something that you're willing to give an hour of your sleep to. It's got to be something that gets you out of bed you're so excited about. It can't be just something that you think is right. It can't be just the strategic domino. It has to be something that moves you on the inside. 
you find that thing, you need to formulate a plan, and then you need to commit to that plan because every, th every marathon has a middle. There's always going to be a time when you don't want to get up and do the thing. There's always going to be a time three months down the road when you think it's going to be for nothing, that you think you're going nowhere. So I think it's incredibly important to commit to a season. Don't overcommit. Don't commit to, I'm going to do this thing every day for the next three years. Make sure it's a commitment that you know that you can keep and then keep with it. And this is a trick that has got me out of trouble several times when I'm in a situation where I feel like I have no time to get something done and I'm under a deadline. The 90-minute plan from the book Essentialism uh, by Greg McEwen has saved me. And this is what I suggest for you. Find that domino, identify it, and then create a plan where the first 30 60, 90 minutes of your day is spent working on that goal until it's crossed off and then move on to the next one. Break it down into chunks. If it's creating a kid's book, the first 90 minutes of the day, you're going to spend writing until you've written it. The next season, you're going to spend the first 90 minutes doing the sketches for each page until you finish that portion. The next season, you're going to take the first 90 minutes of the day and you're going to spend it making the colored sample until you finished it. And you will be blown away by what you can do in two weeks. These two weeks that you thought you didn't have a minute to spare, if you dedicate that kind of time, you will be blown away, even with a C-plus effort. Just the discipline of showing up day after day will blow you away. And for whatever reason, I feel like I see this in myself and I've seen this in others. We either want it the overnight success way or we don't want it at all. But the truth is the step-by-step is more powerful and quicker than you'd ever believe. Okay, we focused, we're taking a step-by-step, step. we're out there on the road. Now every Lloyd needs a Harry. The third thing you gotta do is involve others in your goal. Lean on others. Allow people to help you. And you help people. But get other people involved with what you're doing. That's when it starts to get explosive. I had a few collaborations that were really essential in my career. One was a zine called The Wizard's Hat that I did with my friend Jeff Bowman. Another thing was the Color Me Blank show with my friend Andrew. These collaborations were some of the most explosive things that I could ever do in the least amount of time. You'd be blown away what it's like when two people come together to make something happen. Maybe it's a collaboration. One of the things that I've been doing recently is what I'm calling bundle. <laughs> I'm calling it a bundle. This is what it is. It's that I've had, you know, the past couple of weeks, uh, I've been completely stacked. And so I've started bundling some activities. And actually, I'm shocked by how they improve things. And this is what I mean. Take something that you've got to do to make your thing happen and bundle it with something that you, something else you have to do. So one of the things that um, I try to do is I take my older daughter on little coffee dates uh, most weeks, probably every other week. And uh, 
This past week, I spent that time, we both brought sketchbooks, and I worked on a sketch that I needed for work, and she worked on her own thing. And in fact, it stimulated conversation better than the times that we've done nothing. It actually added, acted as a, a medium in which we could bond. And so I got something done. I got two things done, two birds, one stone, if you will. Another thing that I've been doing is my wife, Sophie, has been working on Creative Pep Talk a lot more. And so we've been spending time working together. And in fact, it feels more quality than some of the dates that we've done. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to turn all of our dates into work dates. But I'm saying that it was a way of bundling. I like that word bundle. Uh, two things that I had to do into one. There's a book called The Power of Who by Bob Bodine, where he talks about the people in your life. There are people in your life that can open doors that you could never open on your own, and you're completely ignoring it. This is the suitcase of money in the back of the shagging wagon. How do you break through? And it might be one degree away. It might be someone your mom knows. It might be someone a friend knows. It might be uh, two or three degrees away. But if you just take the time and spend time and energy thinking about the connections that you already have, you'd be blown away by the fact that the people that you need already are in your life. There's so many times in my life where all I needed to do was get clear on what I needed and then look around and see if there was somebody already placed in my life that could meet that need. And it's almost always true. And so look around, stop what you're doing. You've focused, you're taking step-by-step -step action. What are the challenges that you currently have in your life that you can't do on your own and reach out for someone else to help? This could be someone to collaborate with. This could be someone who every other week you guys do a phone call and keep each other accountable and help each other stay excited. This could be someone who has an in with a client that could give you a breakthrough, that could give you an introduction, that could help you find uh, some backing. But who are the people in your life that could give you a leg up? that you're completely ignoring. Where's that suitcase full of cash? Okay, it's time for study hall. But first, I'll, re I'll recap. Number one, find your focus. Wake up to where you are and where you wanna be and get clear on what you need to do next to really change things? What's the next breakthrough you could have that could lead to lots and lots of breakthrough? Step two, take it step by step, systematically bite off a chunk day after day after day until six months later you're in a place that you can't believe. Three, include other people. Who are the people in your life that can unlock your destiny? <laughs> uh, then what I want you to do, I want you to do what I'm calling the excuseless excuse list. 
And that means, <laughs> and, uh, I wanna see these. I know some of you guys tweet at me and, and tag me and stuff on Instagram. If you do this, tag it, uh, tag me in it. But this excuseless, excuse list is a list of all the reasons why you can't do the thing that you desperately want to do. Really get honest. List them out. Don't hold back. And the first thing I want you to do is cross out all the ones that aren't real. All the ones that aren't real struggles, aren't, aren't real excuses, aren't real reasons why you can't do what you want to do. There's a bunch that you'd put on this list that are obstacles that don't actually exist. They only exist in your mind. And when you get them on paper, you can just cross them straight off. Now, there's going to be some left that are completely real. And I want you to systematically try to tackle them. Let's say about four or five years ago, I was living in a small town. Uh, maybe it's not a small town. I don't want to under-exaggerate, uh, just, <laughs> just to be completely honest. I think it's a medium-sized town. I was living in a town in Indiana, and in that town, I didn't have all the resources I needed to go where I wanted to go. There weren't the types of clients that I needed to work with to make my career work. There weren't the people, all the people that I needed to network with were not there. And so location was a real obstacle for going where I wanted to go. And instead of just thinking, well, I live in a town, a regular sized town in Indiana, I guess I just have to give up. I systematically started to save money to travel, to go to conferences, to meet people, to go into other locations, and then eventually to move. And so take that list of excuses, find which of them are real, and figure out which of them you can start solving. That's your homework for today. So get honest, look around. You got no food, you got no jobs, your pets' heads are falling off. Like if you, <laughs> uh, look around, be honest. Let that little voice speak for a minute, even if you know that you have a list a mile long of reasons why you can't do what you feel like you have to do. Let that inner child speak to your heart. <laughs> Give it a second before you come up with all of the excuses of why you can't do it. Be honest with yourself. Are you where you want to be? And drop the victim act. Here's the thing. I know that you are a victim to all kinds of things and probably in a lot of ways worse than I ever have been. You know, for most of my life I spent in self-pity for being a victim of having my mom abandon me when I was one. And I carried that for a long time. And it was, I, was, I really was a victim of uh, a childhood that didn't have that nurturing of my biological mother. And I still think about it. I still feel that.
I still wish, uh, there's still part of me that wishes I could be mothered. And uh, I'm, st I'm tempted sometimes to play that card, and I've played it many times. I was inspired by this story of this young girl who essentially had convinced herself that she was an alcoholic at a young age, started going to AA meetings, and those AA meetings saved her life. They gave her a network and a system of discipline to rise above her junk. And looking back, she realized that she never was an alcoholic. She was actually a victim of abuse in her house. And so I'm not saying that you're not a victim or that you don't have things in your life that are unfair, that are real obstacles. I'm saying do whatever you can to put that victim mantle down because it's only serving as another obstacle. Do whatever you gotta do to convince yourself to take control of what you can take control of. There's a phrase that has been giving me tons of strength and courage lately that I heard from the great philosopher Ray Romano. You know, the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, <laughs> he was on Pete Holmes' podcast, and he said this, and I've been thinking about it all the time, and it's, he said it's something that helps him deal with his anxiety. And it's this phrase that, you know, they kill you at, in the end. You know, in the end of this thing, they kill you. Meaning, everybody dies. Everybody is gonna be dead. <laughs> Sorry, let's get. <laughs> uh, but it's true. And I think, in light of that, in light of the fact that we all know where this train is headed, these things that we let in our way, these fears that we have seems so tiny. So what if I go up on stage and pee my pants? I'm gonna die one day. I might as well try. I don't mean try. <laughs> I don't mean try to pee my pants on stage. I just mean I should try. I should try. Don't let the fear stop you. And I think if you have kids or you have people in your life that you're responsible for, this is the thing that has been helping me massively get over that anxiety, that what if I'm not doing it right? That nothing you can do is more powerful than an attractive life. I think that we, we try to play everything perfectly and that's the clearest path to boring. Making sure that every little responsibility is tied up in a nice little bow is this direct path to boring. If you have kids, your biggest power comes from living a life that they'd like to live so that they want to ask directions on how you get there. And even if you don't have kids, if you want to have influence, if you want to have a legacy, if you want your life to count, you need to live a life that other people see as attractive. And that is how you're going to have the biggest impact. Not by doing everything right, not by paying every bill on time, but by living a life that is worth repeating. 
And I just want to encourage you today to be honest with yourself. Cut out the things you don't need to be doing. Start taking a little bite every day towards the direction that you really want to go. Because life is too short and you know they kill you in the end. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to go check out the event. If you're even in the area, you're thinking maybe I could drive a few hours and hang out at the Creative Pep Rally, make it happen. Come on, we'll love to have you. I know some people are going to travel some hefty distances, so come on, let's have a fantastic day. Uh, Make an event of it, Creative Pep Talk Live, the Creative Pep Rally. Go check it out, creativepeptalk.com slash CPR and get your ticket before it's gone. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks to the Syndicate Illustration Age. You can find this show at illustrationage.com slash creative pep talk. Thanks to the band Y and Yoni Wolf for our theme music. I got to see Y. They gave me a ticket because I I designed some posters for them. Got to see them last weekend. Had such a good time. It was a brilliant show. Go check out their new album, Mo Lean. It's amazing. Really, really good stuff. Go check it out. The band Y. Thanks to Metavari for all the other tunes. Check them out sound, at soundcloud.com slash Metavari. Woo! Guys, thanks for listening every week. Thanks for spreading the pep all over this place. Really appreciate it. Keep pepping. <laughs> Stay pepped up. Get excited about what you're doing. Step by step, you will get there. You'll be blown away by even what a C-plus effort will do for you if you just do it in a semi-disciplined way. Stay pepped up, guys. Keep making great stuff. Thanks. Stay pepped up. (laughs) 